Hi, welcome to the Enya Sisters podcast. Today is episode six, Common Mistypes. Before we begin, we're going to go over motivations and fears, just prefacing that a lot of these numbers or Enneagram types are going to mistype kind of across the board. So one way to really figure out what your type is, is to look into what motivates you and where your fear is coming from. So just kind of keep those in mind um, as we get started. And I am one of your hosts, Jenny Wigglesworth. And I'm Kelly White. So we're going to go in order here, but it's going to be all over with the Enneagram types because as you know, they're going to mistype with numbers from all across the circle of the Enneagram. So it'll go by a little faster than normal. But again, if you ever have questions about anything that we're going over within any of our episodes, feel free to um, DM us, email us, you know, ask us questions within the podcast or contact us via our website. So let's go ahead and get started with Enneagram 1, the perfectionist. So Enneagram type 1 can mistype with a few numbers, but the most common mistype is type 8, the challenger. Um, They are both considered as protectors, and they're both really assertive types. In fact, if you need a reference, um, both Kelly and I love the series and the book, Outlander, and we've been watching them all the way through so far and loving them. And the main two characters on there are a one and an eight, we believe. We believe that Claire is an eight and Jamie is, or sorry, Claire is a one and Jamie is an eight. All right. So if you have no clue what I'm talking about, you don't know what Outlander is, that's okay. But if you do, it's probably clicking right now. Oh yeah, they are a one and an eight. They're both very abrasive. Their relationship is very passionate. You feel like they're, there's negative energy, but it really is just their personalities coming out. Hmm. And they both have that assertive energy that we're speaking to, which is why they are commonly mistyped. So one thing about a one is that differentiates them from an eight is they suppress their opinions um, as opposed to how an eight would um, express their opinions. They don't mind vulnerability and they think before they react. Although they are in that gut triad, they spend a little bit more time thinking about how they're going to react as opposed to the eight. And then what motivates the one, if you haven't listened to any of our other podcasts, is they care about being good and having an outstanding character above anything else. And that's definitely different than the eight. And they fear being impure. So Kelly's going to speak to the eight a little bit and show you the differences. Right. So the eight compared with the type one, um, they're a little bit opposite here in some ways. The eight is very direct and opinionated as opposed to, as Jenny said, the one suppressing their opinions. Um, Eights resist being vulnerable. That is their worst thing. They don't want anyone to know that they have weaknesses, so they hide that. And it's even hard for them to share that with people close to them. And eights also act on impulses. They don't wait. They don't think. They just act. And they are motivated by justice, right? Yes. So they they care about justice for all as opposed to justice within yourself and the goodness that you are creating within yourself. And they also fear being controlled. 
Right. So hopefully that helps understand, you know, that that is a common mistype. So if you're feeling like, oh, I thought I was a one. Oh, now I think I'm an eight. Um, it's very common. So really focusing on where the differentiations are and what the motivations are is going to help you uh, find what number you really are. Right. So now moving on to type two. Um, two can mistype a couple of different ways. I'm going to talk about type two mistyping as a type six. So both are warm and inviting to others, but both also struggle with anxiety. And so they can get confused thinking they're each other. Um, type two needs acceptance from others. That's the their main goal and desire is to have acceptance from others. Uh, the six, however, needs certainty from others. So this is one of the ways that they differ. Another way is the two is a lot more outgoing and they're very invested in giving. Uh, the six is more withdrawn and very invested in remaining safe and comfortable. So that's a difference between the two and the six. Great. And they also can mistype with a nine. And with a two and a nine, both avoid conflict and they desire to please. They, um, they really do want to be these, not necessarily peacemakers, but they both are avoiding the conflict. Um, the way they do it, though, is very differently. So I'm going to speak to the nine and then Kelly will speak to the two. So with the nine, they're more reactive to needs. So when someone needs something, they're going to reactively help them with those needs. Um, they don't want to be involved in situations necessarily, but they will get involved if they're needed. They also need help getting started. So they're not going to be a self-starter and position themselves to create the project. They're going to be more of an assister in that situation. And then with motivations, um, they're motivated by peace. So above all, peace is what is going to be their lasting, sustaining reason for living. And their fear is going to be conflict, which is so perfect for a peacemaker, right? Mm -hmm. So they want peace and they fear conflict. So that is really the foundation of what being a nine is. Right. Um, and to contrast that with the two... Um, twos are actively always seeking ways to help and they are going to take the initiative. They're going to find ways to help people and they're also going to be willing to help at any time, whether it's convenient for them or convenient for the other person, they are willing to sacrifice and help anyone. Um, and their key motivation is getting that acceptance from others. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely different, right? The Their reason for helping at their core is so different. The two mm -hmm. is just very, I'm in your face. I'm going to help you whether you like it or not. Whereas nines are more reactive. Oh, you need my help? Okay, I guess I'll help you, you know? So right. very different. So if you're feeling like you're the helper, uh, the way in which you help might be different. And hopefully that clears something up for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to move on to type three and three mistypes with a type seven quite often. Uh, they both have high energy and they're very optimistic people. So mm -hmm. if you are this person, you're that cheerleader, you're that um, person that's standing up and getting people fired up for things, you're ready to have the energy that nobody else has. 
Um, you're very much um, a lively person that people want to be around, right? The difference, however, is a three is efficient with the way they do things. They care more about image than anything else. And they're really focused on their goals. So because they are the achiever, they're known for checking things off their list, getting things done. We've talked about achievers before where they're those great people that you want in your workhouse hub. They're the ones that are going to get things done, that are going to get out there and make your um, workplace more successful. So they are motivated by admiration and they fear failure. Um, We talked about kind of, you know, how to be a healthy three and looking at, you know, maybe looking at failure as being or success as being seen through different eyes and not necessarily all about financial. Um, So threes definitely feel fear, sorry, failure. Turning the tables, though, is the seven. So they have that same energy. They're definitely that entertainer that we always speak of. But as opposed to being efficient, they go with the flow. They're really ready to just kind of do whatever, whatever works for them, whatever feels good in the moment. You know, those are the sevens. And they also do not care what other people think about them. So unlike the threes who are just all about those Instagram photos, (laughs) sevens, they're having fun on Instagram, but they don't care what anybody thinks. They're getting followers because they're doing whatever they're doing. And Mm -hmm. that's a seven. Um, they really, really love experiences, um, as opposed to threes who are focused on their goals. Um, their most important thing is to be fulfilled, whether that's through experiences, travel, energy, people, friends, they need to be fulfilled and they fear missing out. So definitely different motivations and fears between a three and a seven. So hopefully that helps differentiate them in your minds. Okay, moving on to four. So four can often mistype as a type six. They both question situations and often doubt themselves. Um, A four is feelings focused, where a six is thoughts focused. A six is going to go inward, and a four might go inward, but it's about feelings, not about thoughts. Um, Fours are looking for what's missing in life. They feel like they're missing out on something or they themselves as a person are missing something in life. And a six is looking for what could go wrong in life. A four is loyal to themselves before others, whereas a six is going to be loyal to others first. And so um, the key motivation for type four is they wanna be unique and independent and a six wants to be safe and secure. So very different. Great, and did you have something you wanted to add about a six? Yes, so I was gonna talk about, since we already covered sixes, um, comparing them to twos and type fours, um, I thought I would talk about mistyping as your natural stress or security. So. Each type on the Enneagram has a type that you are when you're stressed out and a type that you are when you are in your secure place. Um, So you draw the strengths from your secure place, um, the positive attributes. So that number for six is going to be the type nine. So when a six is feeling really good, they go to their type nine. So you could easily mistype as a nine 
if you are a type six, if you're doing really well in your life right now. Um, if you're, however, really stressed out, you might mistype as a three, which is the six's stress number. So you might be showing some of the qualities that the three is when you're stressed out. So this is uh, very likely to mistype as one of those nine or three for the type six because they naturally have these qualities present at different times. And we did speak on stresses and strengths in your personality in episode one when we talked about each Enneagram type. Right. But we are going to be going over that in more detail further on in the um, in this series. So if you're interested in learning more about that, definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, I just wanted to mention that because we're not going to go over every single Enneagram mistypes as far as their stress and strength. But keep that in mind. So if you are identifying with one of the Enneagram numbers, look into what number is in their stress and strength and see if that is your stress and strength. If it's not, you could be looking at the wrong Enneagram number, mm -hmm. right? right? So that's when you want to kind of reevaluate. All of it matters. The reason why we put out this series and this episode and the reason why we do what we do is because we want you to find your number. We want you to understand who you are so you can feel better about who you are from the inside, making better decisions in your day-to-day -day life. And it really is eye-opening for so many reasons. So we're giving you all of this information as tools and handles so that you can better yourself. And the next one is five. I have five mistyping with a nine. And... The reason why these mistype is they both tend to be very introverted and they both value personal space. So a five, um, they really mind conflict, um, whereas a nine avoids conflict at all costs, okay? So there's a little difference there. A five detaches themselves, so they really need that alone time. So they're detaching themselves from the rest of the world and they need that to kind of reprieve and regenerate. Whereas a nine kind of blends into other people, seemingly similar, but the way in which they do it is very different. Mm -hmm. So just pay attention to that. And then the five can get caught into their own thoughts, uh, which is very typical of a five. They get lost into thinking and researching and finding out more information, which... You know, if you are doing that, you probably are a five, whereas a nine, um, they don't tend to do that. And another thing that differentiates them is they hold on to anger, which is not something that a five typically does. So those can kind of be the differentiations between the two. Um, dive into what motivates the five and what motivates the nine. We talked about it before, balance, peace for a nine and a five, or sorry, and a nine never wanting conflict. So if you're a five, you're probably not feeling that being your main motivation. Right, and then lastly, the eight, we talked about the eight mistyping as a one already, but they can also mistype as a three. So um, the three and the eight are very assertive and they're also both likely to take charge. Um, however, the eights tend to express anger directly. Um, they're not afraid of confrontation. They want to talk about it. They get it out there. They don't think before they say it. Um, 
and they're very concerned with justice for others. Whereas the three, uh, threes, their anger relates mostly to success, mostly to their work, their image. It's not about you, it's about them. Um, they don't enjoy confrontation, but they'll do it if they have to. And they're mostly concerned with their own personal goals and success. Right. So again, as mentioned, we have given you a few examples of how you can mistype as your number with a couple of other numbers. So really diving in and figuring out what motivates you and what your common fears are is going to help you understand your Enneagram type. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think that's great. All right. So thanks for joining us for episode six. Again, you can always hear our podcast at neasisters.com. Feel free to connect with us and subscribe to our newsletter, and hopefully we will have you on next time.